Welcome everyone to the final episode of VentureCast Win From Within. I'm your host, Vikas Raj of Axion Venture Lab, which is a global early stage investor focused on fintech and financial inclusion. In this season of VentureCast, we have focused on insights from Venture Lab's latest white paper called Win From Within. And the paper looks at how fintech startups are creating real value for their existing customers by designing with those customers in mind driving usage of those customers, and ultimately evolving products offerings over time. Uh, over the last two episodes, we've heard from CEOs of companies in Kenya and the Philippines about their stories and their strategies. And I'm now very excited to introduce our final episode's guest, Carlos Vichavite. Carlos is the co-founder of SmartMay, which is a business-in-a-box solution that takes care of back office needs for every micro business owner in Brazil. SmartMay is one of Venture Lab's portfolio companies. Carlos, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, because it's always great to add to the Axiom Venture Lab portfolio and whatever I need. So really glad to be here. Thank you. So Carlos, can you start by telling us just a bit more broadly about what is SmartMay? How does it work? What do you offer to your customers? Yeah, SmartMay is an app for micro entrepreneurs here in Brazil. So when you think about micro entrepreneurs, they are can be small pop shops on the street, like small entrepreneurs selling food on the streets. For instance, it could be someone uh, riding a bike, delivering food, especially in this pandemic. It was really paramount for the survival of society. So it's all those small entrepreneurs that work by themselves and they have a lot of like business necessities that could be simpler and cater to their uh, educational background. So that's basically it. We provide an app for them so they can see how their business are doing, if they're making a profit or not. And we put uh, financial products that are catered for their necessities. Now, and you, you mentioned how COVID has impacted these customers. I want to talk more about that. But first, you said you're ultimately providing financial products to these customers. Why do you think large banks in Brazil are not already providing these services? What, what is it that's, that's sort of keeping them out of this part of the market? That's a great question. So first and foremost, they cannot reach them that effectively. So that's part of that problem. They cannot get that deep and that specific for those guys. Because when you think about like a small business, thinking about a big bank mentality, when they go to the, to the bank branch, they say, okay, so you're a business, how much do you make in a year? These guys make probably $20,000 or something around that. And the branch manager, they can either serve them well or serve like a bakery, like a, a bigger company that can make, I don't know, a million dollars on yeah. revenue a year. So it's a pretty easy decision for them. Uh, I'm probably not never going to, to talk with this guy, but they definitely need a lot of other things that a normal business need, like loans for working capital and things like that. And that's what we provide them. If you had to isolate sort of what the core needs they have are that aren't being served by banks and other sort of existing institutions, what are they? I think that the thing that got us out of the ground was understanding a little bit of this new dynamic with the gig economy. Yeah. We understood that there were a lot of service providers that work for different apps, getting jobs and doing rides and, and delivering food and whatnot. But the payment cycle for those guys were like on a monthly basis. So this guy would get a, a right now, they would get 
the package, they would run and deliver this food to you. They would incur costs of gas, of alimentation, right, to have lunch or something, and they would only receive that by the end of the month. By understanding that cash need, we partner with those apps. Uh, Happy is one of our biggest clients here in Brazil. As soon as they know that the ride is there, the, the ride was performed, there was no issues, they notify us and we make it available for those service providers so they can advance that money. And that's the way that the business got out of the ground. So yes, in a way we provide them this short-term work capital loan so they can keep working, keep getting jobs and, and making more money. That's the general yeah. idea and that's paramount for them. Yeah, and I'll ask you a little bit more about how sort of the product set has evolved and broadened from that core offering. But you, you mentioned COVID before, and obviously that has impacted every element of everybody's life uh, over the last nine months. Can you give us some examples of what impact COVID has had on your customers and what, if any ways, you have evolved SmartMate to help them in new ways? Yes, COVID, as everywhere in the world, uh, has impacted a lot. I think different ways, but here in Brazil specifically, we gone through a lockdown. So for a lot of our customers, they couldn't actually sell anymore, right? They couldn't go to the streets. They couldn't sell like they would normally do. Fortunately enough for those guys, uh, we provided ways for them to collect through different online channels, for instance, WhatsApp or Facebook or what have you. So they can issue billings and collect from the clients there without actually having to be on the storefront. So we help them with that. Definitely those guys were the most impacted. On the other side of the business where we help gig economy workers working for apps like Happy, we keep providing them with that credit line so they can keep going to the streets, so they could keep working and making the providing basic infrastructure right to the community as we were on lockdown. So we try to provide them with like uh, masks, alcohol, everything that they need to, to do their job and keep doing their job because it was paramount during this uh, lockdown period, which was a couple of months here in Brazil. We started the lockdown on April, uh, formally. It was start to being released a little bit on, on July. So during that time, it was key for them to keep uh, delivering, keep getting jobs, keep going out. And we are glad that we, we could help in those manners. No, that's fantastic. And it's interesting to hear how you've been able to step in and do things like providing and on that, given your relationship with this set of customers. In the paper, in the Win From Within paper, uh, it goes into this detail around your customer, which is the gig economy worker, and how this is really a new category of workers that skyrocketed in the last few years. And you describe how one of the ways you've met this customer group's needs is by broadening your product offerings. Can you talk about that a little bit? You explained what got you started with the sort of advanced loan, but how have you broadened the product offering to meet this customer's needs? So that's, I think that's the story of every startup, right? Uh, yeah. So we started with like a specific need and, and then you see that, well, you're getting value to the user, but maybe not enough. And as you've mentioned, we started out providing sort of like accounting service in, in a way. The idea was, again, to help them with their like 
get a better sense of how their business are doing. So that was the, like the start of the business was that, giving them those tools, but also helping them file their taxes, like do everything properly so they can have a, a business. There is no issues, like no compliance issues, no taxes issues, no, no nothing. So that was the overall idea. It generated a lot of value to the users, but it was hard to monetize that part. But once we got uh, into understanding the day-by-day -day business and see what they would need in order to improve their business in a way, we understood that financial product was key there. They didn't have access to that. Again, most of my entrepreneurs here in Brazil, I wouldn't say that they are unbanked, but they are underbanked. So they don't have a lot of the tools that are uh, like a bigger business would get. And they were struggling a lot. Like for instance, they didn't have any tools to charge their clients, to build their clients. And we start looking to those, adding those up as they showed that there was a, a need there with our target audience. So the first one that we had was, was the bidding service, which is basically a way for them to collect professionally from like clients. And that's what helped them during COVID to some extent. They basically go into the app and input the client information that generates a link that they can mm -hmm. share through Instagram, through WhatsApp, what, what have you. The client would click on that link and, and use a credit card or, or their internet banking and pay for that. So that's what start moving money through the platform. And that's where you see, okay, now we are able to monetize those guys. And that's how it's, it start growing and, and growing. And what specifically took off and what was the interesting takeaway from Wing from within was basically we understood that in order to monetize and actually help them better, the money from their business needed to flow through our platform. And we look, okay, is there a way for us to get a client micro entrepreneur already with some earnings into the app? And that's when we started partnering with companies like Happy. And that's where things got really interesting for us. That's a perfect segue actually to my next question because yeah, I mean everybody is talking about embedded fintech right now, including us, but you really started doing this a while ago as being the entity that offered financial services to contractors on large platforms. So can you tell us a little bit about how these platforms use SmartMay as a way to increase retention and sort of like what the value is for the platforms? Yes. So what we realized back then was, okay, we have uh, this app that is a business in a box solution for the micro entrepreneur, as you put it, that adds a lot of value. Is there someone else that sort of aggregate a lot of those micro entrepreneurs and have different necessities that we could, and that's how we stumble upon those marketplaces, those apps, because they basically have like three issues that we solve really well. The first one is the formalization part, which is those guys don't want to face labor risks to face like issues that uh, okay the um i don't know the mayors or a sermon is going there to sue them saying okay actually those those entrepreneurs working in your platform they are actually your employees so you need to pay a lot of taxes and that completely disrupt their business model if you have the necessity and, and you see that that risk is big for you we can formalize everyone for you can issue invoices for you you can do that automatically at scale because we serve more than 100,000 different companies in Brazil on a monthly basis. So that helps them reduce that risk. The second part is, is payments, which is those guys, as I've mentioned, are underbanked to some extent. It's hard to make the money get to them. 
for us, it's like super simple. You just say, okay, this is their tax ID number. This is the amount that they are due. This is the description and the money is going to be available in the app. Everyone can just withdraw it, wire that money to any bank account. They can use that money as they would in a regular bank. Uh, and thirdly, which was, which, which is really important is we offer those guys also some benefits, right? To engage them in the platform, to make them valuable in a way make more important inside of the platform. And we started out with cash advancement. That's the, the big one there. But there's others that are coming, uh, like ref insurance, accident insurance, and, and things like that. But it was overall like that. Okay, the, the platform generally wants to offer those guys benefits, to offer them some comfort. They, they don't because, one, it's not their core businesses. And second, if they do, it might be seen as a risk of being an employee, so they don't do it. And if they partner with us, we can offer them those three things and, and help them engage and help them make the life of those micro-entrepreneurs that are risking their life on the streets better. Now, let me ask you one more question. Your company is continuing to evolve every day. You've obviously broadened your customer base and product portfolio, but always sort of remaining close to this mission of helping micro-small businesses What's next in the roadmap and how does that lead you to a larger vision of SmartMay over the next five or 10 years? Are we really excited about it. I think now we understand better what kind of like entrepreneurs we help, what kind of entrepreneurs we engage better, we help them better, which is basically service providers, are people that are working in regular relationship with like bigger companies. Looking at it, we understood that there is this new relationship with labor, which is basically we came from like a formal labor uh, regulation where you need to hire an employee under a law. You have all those taxes that you need to pay to more uh, more free uh, kind of relationship. And the edge case for that is the gig economy worker, which you basically work on a test by test basis. But there's a lot of other guys on the spectrum, like work as a freelancer, as a contractor or whatnot. And we understand that there is a way that you can also help those companies that have that relationship with their collaborators. We're providing them with a platform where they can basically pay them easy way as a marketplace would. They can formalize that relationship by whatever means necessary. And that's so part and also offer those benefits that we offer micro-entrepreneurs. So we are coming out with that solution that is more catered not to, to digital marketplace, but to brick and mortar marketplace. For instance, a beauty saloon that hire hairdressers as contractors or a logistic company that hire a delivery person as a contractor, maybe an engineering, a developing company that hires engineers as contractors. And we want to offer them a platform where they can pay and that's what we are super excited about. Actually, this is under a new new name. We are calling it work because we believe that's the future of work. And we want to help them with that platform where you offer to companies that are hiring those guys, you know, those, those contractors with ways to formalize that relationship, especially here in Brazil, which is hard, it's complicated, and we streamline that. We also make paying it easy for them but also offering all those benefits, what we call benefits or credit lines, cash advancements or health products where those guys can have access to. So that's generally like where we're heading towards. 
Carlos, let's end it there. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into this season of VentureCast, Win From Within. We look forward to coming back soon with new seasons, new episodes. Thank you all for listening. And thanks again, Carlos. No, thank you, because it was a pleasure. I hope it was helpful. Bye. Thank you.